and welcome to Lead for Clarity, where we help you, your team, and your organization get to their next level of leadership. My name is Shondell Sutherland, and I'm joined, as always, with my co-host, Melanie Montgomery. How are you, Melanie? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing good. And we have Shelly Newham here, and she is way out on the East Coast. Hello, Shelly. Hello. We are pretty excited because you have been part of our Shondell Group family and uh, working with different organizations and your progress has just been amazing and I can't wait for you to tell your story. We've been talking about emotional intelligence and we've been talking about self-awareness, self-regulation, motivation, social uh, awareness and social regulation and how they all work together to help us be the best leaders we can be. And uh, I know, Shelly, you are finishing up our one of our Science of Self classes, really mm-hmm. digging into the emotional intelligence with, that Melanie is leading. And I can't wait to hear uh, what you guys are learning in that class and what you're experiencing as you just took on your brand new job. So why don't you kind of talk about kind of where you were mm-hmm. uh, and where you are and what did it take to get in between? You can take you can start wherever on that continuum yeah. you want. So we started this journey back in 2019 with the Shondell had led the firm I used to work for in our as in a retreat. And after we came out of that retreat, Shondell reached out to me and she's like, I think you would be really good at this. And I think you should do this. And I sat back and I thought about it for a while. And it coupled with the at the time I was doing a mentor HR program it was peer mentoring where I was paired with somebody as as mentees. And I was learning so much about that, that that kind of fed into the DISC, the driving forces, and now the EQ. And I was like, absolutely, I am ready for this. And it actually took a lot longer for me to get my head wrapped around it than I thought it would. Um, And plus me, I'm an overthinker. So I needed to step back and be like, hey, you know, this is not this complicated. And I remember having these phone calls with Shondell and I'm like, what am I doing wrong? And she said, you're not doing it wrong. I was just overthinking it. And now here we are almost four years later, and now we've added the EQ into it all. And not only that, but over the course of the last year and a half or so, I've been working on my first level of executive and leadership coaching. And all of this is feeding into this, right? Mm-hmm. And it's making me stop and think. It's making me ask better questions, not only of my people, my family, but really of myself too. Now, here I am, a high D with, an I, with high I in there. And so I'm this outgoing person with this demanding personality and all this kind of stuff, which worked throughout this last four years. But now I'm in a new organization where it's not as, as much. And, and so I have to kind of dial that back in a little bit. And I was just talking with Melanie about this a little while ago. And it's a little bit harder for me to be that more dialed in person. Because I want to be my my exuberant self, my outgoing self, but realizing that I work with black and white introverted people, but I can still get them to answer the questions, even though they're like, I I, I don't want to. And I'm like, but please help me because a I'm I'm learning the organization, I'm learning you, and you're allowing me to create a safe space as well, even if it's just a hey how are you question, and then we can get dig into it a little bit more. And so it's, it's, it's coming along. It's again, all these introverts and I'm like, okay. And I get home and I'm a little tired and then, but from adapting, I, from adapting yes. behavioral. I was, I was about to say, 
Boy, your husband, when you come in the door, you're like, I have words. I have a lot of words that I need to start talking right now. I've held him in. Hang on. But but the thing about it is, too, my husband is also an introvert. And so when I come home, it's kind of like, who can I talk to? <laughs> I love it. Everyone's like, this is not a coachable moment, but it is. And I think I don't turn everything into it, but it's more of, again, asking the right questions. It's not so much I'm trying to coach you. I'm just trying to get to the answer. And I'm like, okay, so what is wrong? You know, this is, you're agitated clearly. So tell me, tell me, tell me about your day. And then we'll go from there. Cause I'm wondering if there's something else that's underlying. that's not just a, that's triggering you, but maybe it's a and B together. Yeah. And it's been fun. It's been challenging, but it really, I've just enjoyed it so much. And being with this group for as many years as I have been, it's just been a tremendous experience. I love it. I'll have Melanie kind of share what um, she's hearing. But one of the things that I wanted to just highlight that I think is so fun is that you have so you're kind of walking through all these stages of EQ, even as we're just sitting here, the self-awareness that who you are, like you are an extrovert and go for it. You love people. You love being fun. You love drilling in and you have this really cool new job and it, you have to adapt your behavior. And that's that social awareness. That's that social regulation. How do you bring people in so out of there? So I love how you're sharing your story because you're hitting them all. And you were very motivated that, hey, this current position isn't working for me. I'm going to go find some place that I can really thrive. And I bet they're going to love as you get more comfortable and they're watching your bubbly personality um, come forth. Yeah, no, I mean, it was a struggle to get there, to get to make that decision to to leave my my former employer because I really enjoyed working there because of my high D and because of the motivation and all of that. I stuck it out. Yeah. Um, and I kept, I kept persevering. But then I also realized too, when I took the assessment again, back in October, I don't like this person. I don't like who I am. That was a eye opener for me of recognizing that not only, I mean, my attitude, my being affects other people. It affects my family. It was a hard decision to get to, but I knew it was the right one. And I was, I can't even begin to tell you how freeing I feel right now. And I, I look forward to taking this assessment again in maybe a year's time after things have really settled down and I'm really in. And as Shondell said, you know, the first 30 days of a job, maybe the first 90 is all learning. And yeah. so I'm still learning. So I'm asking all these questions and I'm asking my boss, am I asking too many questions? She's like, no, 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 keep asking them. <laughs> Um, and, and see where it is a year from now um, and, and see what's changed because I think the emotional intelligence will certainly have changed significantly. Yeah. And that's very interesting. And I always, um, when this is just a different, this is off subject a little bit, but it is true. When people take what we call our clarity plus report, which is all three of those sciences together. Um, if people are in the acronym C S E E, uh, which is significant emotional event, when there is a significant emotional event, we actually will see changes in that disc and driving forces because we're kind of in a survival mode at some mm -hmm. point in time. And, and so it'd be interesting. Um, every time I, you know, I take this assessment once a year or so and my, my, you know, my little profile, the numbers might come back and forth, but my little doesn't ever change. <laughs> something I find interesting is that as you get to be more of yourself, you usually go back to your original one, the first one you ever took. It's so fascinating to me. Mm -hmm. So 
I think, mm-hmm. I think that's really cool. And the emotional intelligence is one that will change and especially that motivation piece as we're doing it. So that's what I love about the EQ and the clarity plus report is it's a question asking mine. All right, Melanie, what are you, what are you observing and seeing even in the class that you're teaching? That is an amazing group of people that you got in that class. Yeah. Well, one thing I wanted to comment on because it actually came up today in class and it came up over the weekend, um, which is where do we figure out when we need to adapt and when we need to be authentic? And um, I had this question on both sides where I think sometimes we feel like those two things are mutually exclusive, like we can't adapt and be authentic. And so when we start to look at that, um, a lot of times we feel like this is who I am and this is how I want to show up. And that's important to be ourselves. And we have to realize that if we adapt our communication style, we can still be ourselves and meet people where they are. And as leaders, when we can communicate um, based on the needs of the people around us, that just helps us to um, share more information and meet them where they're and make them feel good and make them feel comfortable and get our point across. Like if we're in a difficult situation, we want to convince someone. If we show up as our true authentic self, sometimes that might be off-putting. And so if we can just change how we come across, we can still be true to what we have to say, but approach it in a different way. And then on the flip side of that is sometimes, and I know I got into this for most of my career, was that instead of showing up as who I was, I adapted all the time because that was so much more comfortable to me. And so I would show up and be what everybody else needed and never asking for what I need. So how do we find that balance between adapting um, to be better communicators, to be better leaders, to be better friends, whatever better we want to be, and still be true to ourselves, ask for what we need, and find that balance where we're not um, leaning one way or the other in in an unhealthy fashion? Mm -hmm. That's so good. Yeah, I I think that's a great question. And I'm just kind of giggling that uh, when, when my husband wants me to adapt a little bit more, you know, <laughs> like this would be, this would be a good opportunity for that. adapt. <laughs> That's that always I'll take that under advisement. You know, it, it's, it's yeah. interesting again, and using it with my, just my family and, and my mom as, as I work with her and, and get her to better communicate with me because where I'm all she's got. And so I'm asking all these different questions and she gets frustrated because I'm, I'm like, because I word them just a slightly different. And then all of a sudden here comes all this information. And then she's like, I get this look, the stirred look or, or the Shelly, you know, comment and really trying to, and using it with our daughter to teach her to ask the right questions, to ask better questions, but really to ask questions, period. Yeah. And so just helping her get there and, and, and sharing that skill set with her, I think has helped her a lot. So good. Good, good, good. Melanie, what else are you observing is uh, in our EQ class that you've seen Shelly really thrive at? That's a really great question. So one thing that I've really noticed is that we have a, a group of probably about 10 individuals that are really focused on learning these pieces and really how do we apply them to ourselves and how do we apply them to our teams and organizations? And there's so much insight that comes from everyone sharing their own experiences 
and really bringing light to their struggles and what has gone well. And I think Shelly really brings a lot of professionalism and growth to that space where she's able to reflect on the things that has worked and has not worked. And since she's been working with the disc and driving forces, she's been really focused on this for so long. And so she shares the growth that she's had over that time frame. And really, how is that looking now? And one thing that I love about everyone in this group is that they bring their their full vulnerable selves to the setting. So mm-hmm. we have hard conversations and we talk mm-hmm. about things that we don't do well or haven't done well or things that we struggle with. Just like Shelly was talking through, you know, she realized that she was sticking it out in a job that just wasn't the right fit. And at some point we have to realize what's healthy for us. Um, and what do we need? And having those moments of clarity are so important. And when we can share those with others openly, it helps us all elevate because we're building off of each other's experience. And I found that that has been really helpful. And Shelly's always been one to offer some really great tidbits and information and her own growth to really help everyone uh, move forward in their own way. I think one of the things you touched on it too, Melanie, really is the vulnerability. Because I mean, we only know each other via Zoom, right? We're not co-workers. We're not, you know, all these things, but we're building these relationships mm-hmm. and there's the safe space there to be able to share those things and the struggles and the and the successes and the not so successful moments of our careers and that kind of thing. <clears throat> but just that vulnerability, I think, is one of the things I really appreciate about the group um, over the last, in the number of years I've been with you all and, and just, just seeing that because I'm not normally a vulnerable person, but being able to have that space there, mm-hmm. um, and also taking the, what I've learned from other people and applying it going forward, I've, I was able to have some very hard and difficult conversations with leadership. So it might have come out wrong. It might not have been the best moment. Um, but at the same time, I was still able to get it all out. Um, and so that was, that was important to me. That's so good. And you really make a really good point that these things that we teach, like at Shondell Group, we could teach all day long, but it's what we model. Mm-hmm. And, you know, mm-hmm. it's the same thing with kids. Like they're just watching what you're doing mm-hmm. and, they, and they do it. And then you're so irritated by it. Right. Because, <laughs> the same did, you know, my brother and I were laughing the other day because, uh, we were, he was telling my niece to not eat sugar and all stuff. She's, but you do daddy. He goes, yeah, I don't want you to be like me. You know? And I, I was giggling at that. I'm like, oh, I totally get that. Yes. And I was agreeing with him. Yeah. You don't want to be like us. And yet <laughs> where's the next sugar, you know, kind of thing. Exactly. So it's, it's those things that are really powerful. Well, Shelly, I think one of the things that I've enjoyed watching you thrive and grow is your confidence. I think your confidence has just in the last uh, four years is just, and it's just such a calming presence for you. Do you see that for yourself? Cause I certainly see it's like you're calmer because you're confident. Do you see that? I think I've seen it more recently, especially the last 18 months or so. I think I am more confident again, being able to have the skill set to be able to have the difficult and hard conversations to be able, again, to ask the right questions, to be able to provide the, uh, an answer, that, you know, when you're asked a hard question or have in a difficult conversation, being able to give information just in a different way. And I think people respond better to that. Um, I mean, don't get me wrong. I still go off the rails over here sometimes, but, you know, that's just, that's just who we are. But at the end of the day, if we're having a really hard, deep conversation and you're sitting on my timeout couch, you know, you have my full attention and you are, you know, you are, you are in my space, you are here, I am with you and we're going to get through it. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm mentoring some, uh, somebody out in Ohio 
And I've had to have some very hard and difficult conversations with her. And all of a sudden you see the light bulb come on and you're like, I hit something and I've asked the right question or I've, I've gotten her to think about something differently. It's been rewarding. Yeah, I love it. And sometimes those difficult ones that start out, they're just resistant, but they become your biggest fans. So yes. I, I always, I love the difficult ones because if I can <laughs> win them over, then uh, I have found great success. She gets so aggravated with me and I'm like, you can end this relationship anytime you want. I said, you know, I'm, this is a volunteer basis for me, you know, and I'm doing it because it's rewarding for me. Um, exactly you know, if it's not, not comfortable for you, this is how I operate now. I love it. That's my girl. That's how I operate now. All right. So Melanie, I think we better land this plane. And so uh, what do you think that you want our wonderful listeners that we love uh, learning as we listen to Shelly speak? What would be the one thing? I think one thing that really stood out to me was just embracing being vulnerable and talking about the hard Mm -hmm. things and really Mm -hmm. saying, hey, I didn't do this well, or I could have done this better and really being open and vulnerable with the people that we trust in that circle that we have so that we can use those experiences, use our own and other experiences to help us grow um, Mm -hmm. and really open up and look inward and say, how can I, how can I make the next step? Agreed. Mm -hmm. Good, good. Shelly, you got one thing you want our listeners to walk away with? Just embrace it. I mean, it is, you know, we embrace who you are um, because, you know, you only get one one pass at it and it's we're all great people um, and we all are have so much to bring and just 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 be in the moment. I love it. I think that's great advice. And we are really grateful that you are being you because you are adding wonderful, wonderful purpose to this world. And we appreciate that. Thank you for joining us. And I appreciate all of our listeners. We just love you. We just so grateful that you all are on this growth path with us because Melanie and I, and all of us at the Shondell group, we just love investing in people. And so mm-hmm. thank you for listening and being part of this family. And you all can find us at shondellgroup.com. We love it when you rate it, review it. And so other people can listen to it. So uh, you can find us on YouTube or the podcast. And we will see you next week. And as always, be the best you can be today. Bye-bye.